Grief is a powerful thing. And whether we fully understand it or not, it affects us almost daily in our lives. We feel the weight of it. We feel the effects of it. Whether it's a large traumatic event or a small minuscule one, it's, it's present. It is there surrounding us constantly. It's helping us contort our reality into something more manageable or lash out at someone in a sense to release emotion. It is a part of our being. Over the next few weeks, we're going to discuss each of these five stages of grief. And the goal here is just to develop a better understanding of how it affects you. Finding its place in your life and understanding which stage you're in and how to get out of it and how to accept it is one of the first steps of healing. So stay tuned and get ready for part one. You're listening to On The Rocks by Congratulations Network. Today's episode is Denial. What is denial? Well, in a nutshell, the denial stage of grief is initially what helps you survive a traumatic experience. You may be finding yourself saying things like, you know, life doesn't make sense anymore or nothing has any meaning. You could be panicking, freaking out and saying, this is way too much for me to handle. Oh my God, I'm going to die. And with the overwhelming dread creeping in, you'll start to deny the truth that a traumatic event has actually happened to you. Chances are you'll begin to go emotionally and mentally numb. It's common in this first stage of grief to begin wondering how the hell your life will go on. Now that your world has crumbled around you, you'll find yourself in a state of shock. You'll start to notice that the life you once knew has effectively ended, you've been KO'd, traumatized, and your hopes and dreams are being pulled away along with any lingering confidence and joy you had left. If you were diagnosed for, say, a lethal disease, you might believe that the news is incorrect. You know, a mistake must have been made, the test results got mixed up in the lab, and some other poor soul actually has it. If you receive the news that someone you love died, you may start thinking that, well, they identified the wrong body. If your spouse decides that they want to sleep with everyone else except you and sends you divorce papers, you may start thinking that they're suffering from a sudden onset of psychosis. The truth is, you aren't living in reality anymore. You're in the denial stage, and in the denial stage, we tend to live in a preferred reality. A preferred reality warps your brain. It assists you in conjuring up plausible plot lines to ward off any negative yet accurate perceptions. But actually, it's denial and shock that help you cope with your grief. See, denial sets the pace for your feelings and emotions. The saying goes, if you have to eat shit, it's best not to nibble. You simply bite, chew, swallow, and repeat. Denial simply makes those bites smaller. It seasons them with some salt, pepper, and garlic in an effort to make eating said shit less, well, shitty. Think of it as your mind's natural defense mechanism telling you, hey, there is only so much I can handle at once. You have to slow it down. Unfortunately, the amount of time you spend in denial isn't really up to you. For some of us, we actually get caught in these perpetuating loops. Our minds recognize the initial shock and then eases us back into comfort of our preferred reality, only to actually have us shocked once again after the veil is lifted. This cycle will continue until your mind feels that you are genuinely ready to start the healing process. But to help stop these perpetuating loops, we can use the advice of the 13th century poet Rumi. He says, if you desire healing, let yourself fall ill. 
So your mind will do its best to protect you, but once you find yourself ready to wake up from a preferred reality and come back to the actual world and all of its glorious sufferings, you have to allow yourself to fall ill and begin feeling all of the emotions that come with it. You may be asking now, how do you allow yourself to fall ill? You know, how do I exit the stage of denial? Well, first things first, you have to make time to work through all the details that happen to you. You have to adapt to your new circumstances. Unfortunately, this requires you to be brutally honest with yourself. You actually have to stare your trauma in the face. It's one of the scariest points. This is what you've been hiding from all along. But once you've adapted to a more accurate sense of the trauma you're facing, you're allowed to begin working through these steps. These come in no particular order. However, each one of these steps will establish a clear understanding of the emotions you're feeling and help you prepare for the next stage of grief. The first one is honestly examining what you fear. This is not the time to set yourself up for failure and use your fears as a way out. This is when you get to figure out what those fears are, what your demons are. You have to address them, confront them, let them know that you're aware of them, and then face them with a primal ferocity. Simply addressing your demons and not backing down from them is a crucial step in exiting the denial stage of grief. The second one is think about the negative consequences of not taking actions. Personally, I like to break out a legal pad here. I make an old-fashioned list of pros and cons during this step. I try identifying the irrational beliefs of my situation. And you have to get as detailed and absurd as possible with it. Once you see a list of your options in front of you, things start to become clearer. The third one is journaling about your experience. You've heard me talk about this a lot before, but it's, it's a very critical step. Whether it's with pen or paper or using a notes app on your phone or, or maybe recording an audio journal. Journaling creates this safe space that allows you to express the fears and emotions that you keep locked inside. I personally don't know the science or magic behind it, but it simply declutters your mind. Once your thoughts are written or spoken into a journal, your mind begins to relax. It lets go of them. The fourth one is opening up to a trusted friend or a loved one. You know, we're not meant to go through this life alone. Men especially struggle with this one. We have to find at least one trusted or at least safe person and just ask them to listen. They don't have to give advice. They just need to be there with you. Research shows that when we are lonely, our brains produce an excess of norepinephrine. This is the hormone that's responsible for signaling a fight or flight response in our brains. This, of course, can force you right back into your preferred reality that you created, which is the thing that we are trying to escape from. The fifth step is participating in a support group or seeing a mental health provider. Whether you're talking to a group or a therapist, understand that they are on your team. It's what you're paying them for, or that's what your insurance is paying them for. They're simply there to help you find healthy ways to cope with your situation rather than pretending that it doesn't exist. The key here is actively participating in the conversations. This allows your brains to produce more dopamine, oxytocin, and endorphins. These are those feel-good chemicals that our brain produces when we experience trust and connection. Having a group or a therapist join your team increases your chance of regulating the chemical imbalance created from trauma. This urges you back into a state of rationality and healing. By this point, the feelings that you were once suppressing should finally be boiling to the surface. They've been impatiently waiting this entire time in the shadows, and they've been waiting for an opportunity to aggressively push you into the next and possibly most fun and dangerous stage of grief, anger. 
My name is Stephen Woodson, and you've been listening to part one of the five-part Stages of Grief blog series. For more information, please check out our website or click the link in the show notes for the other four parts. And as always, stay safe, keep your mental health in check, and keep growing. to On The Rocks audio blog from Congratulations Network. For more information, please visit our website at www.congratulationsnetwork.com.